Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM the king of sportsbooks. Breaking news from The Athletic. It's Friday, September 10th, and we have big college football realignment news. The Big 12 has extended invitations to UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston to join the conference tentatively in 2023. It's huge news on the back end of Texas and Oklahoma a few months ago, making the decision to leave the Big 12 for the SEC. What does it all mean? Andy Staples and Ari Wasserman of the Andy Staples Show and Friends discussed it on their latest edition of the podcast. It's a new day in the Big 12. BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF having celebrations of going to the Big 12. The plan is to put them in there in 2023. I don't know if they're going to announce that. The American has a 27-month exit notice policy, which uh, that would put us at December 2023, which would put us into the 2023 football season. So uh, the three members of the American probably going to have to negotiate that out uh, by paying a little more. So we'll see. They have a $10 million exit fee as well. But big day. For those schools, Ari, that have been trying to uh, to change conferences and a big day for the for the remaining members of the Big 12, because when Texas and Oklahoma announced they were leaving. It was what's going to happen next is, is the American going to try to raid them? Well, will somebody pick off one or two and then the rest fall apart? They have stayed together and now they will reemerge out of the cocoon as a 12 team league. Two thoughts. Ready? One. Could the Big 12 have done any better? I don't think so. I don't. I agree. So I wrote this in in Thursday's Dear Andy column. I love from a just from a pure fan football fan standpoint. I love this lineup because there are going to be years where there are eight or nine legitimate title contenders in that league, and not because they're all mediocre, because they're all kind of good. Like Kansas, probably not, but. And there will be, you know, there'll be programs that are having down years. But think about this. So Oklahoma's won the Big 12 the past six seasons. We get that. But Baylor, TCU, Kansas State, they've all shared or won the title in the past 10 years. Baylor, TCU, and Iowa State 
have played, I'm sorry, Oklahoma State also has won the title in the past 10 years. Baylor, TCU, and Iowa State have played in the championship game since it was brought back in 2017. UCF has had an undefeated season. BYU has had four seasons of nine wins or more in the last 10 years. Cincinnati had an undefeated regular season last year. Houston uh, won the American, won the Peach Bowl against Florida State in, in Tom Herman's first year. These are programs that are all going to be competitive. It's going to be really fun watching this league. So you want to hear my second comment? Yeah. I guess there are more questions than comments, but these programs that are added to the Big 12, universally, all of them, have kind of had moments or thoughts or prayers that one day they'd be able to step up into Power 5 land. Right. Is this new conference that they're joining in the eyes of the world going to be that much different than the world that they already existed? Because I understand what you just said about yep. uh, the the expansion of that league and how it's going to be entertaining and fun. But I don't know that I agree with you that removing two nationwide national brands that actually have a chance, one more so than the other in Oklahoma, to play for and maybe win a national championship. Mm-hmm. And then replacing them with other teams that were considered group of five before is going to do anything from a national competitive standpoint as it pertains oh, to the respect of you're, you're, you're disagreeing right. with, 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 no, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. I know what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying, but I'm wondering in a world where in five or six years, if there's an expanded playoff and there's more expansions of leagues and, and, and uh, merging of leagues, the group of five power five model to a certain extent is probably just not going to exist anymore because things it's are going not to be going to exist. It doesn't exist past 2022. Once exactly. these things so, change, it's going to be the power two and everybody else. There'll be an upper middle class. That's the ACC and the PAC 12 and a middle middle class. That's the big 12 and then everybody else. So then I'm just trying to understand if this is actually a day of worth rejoicing. If you're those four programs or if really life is going to be kind of business as usual in a year or two when the new playoff is, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Like is the, is but it's, the it's perception of their the league going to the be that much different? Is, it doesn't matter what the perception of their league is. The new playoff, if unless everybody's incredibly stupid and, and cutting off their nose to spite their face because they're mad at Greg Sankey, the new playoff is going to allow for the champion of that league to make the playoff. But wouldn't the American also be in, in that conversation? Because like we would have thought about that before because the expansion of the playoff came out before the expansion of conferences came out. And the Americans champion would have would have probably made it in that category as well, right? Do we know it's going to be top six, though? That was the proposal. We don't know what they're going to come up with now because they're going to say it's consolidated a little bit differently now. Yeah, well, the only point I'm trying to make is that, and I remember there were there were times where Cincinnati thought it was going to join the big 12, three or four or five, six years ago. I can't remember when it was. Right. And I and went down and I covered different. a game. I, I covered a game at Cincinnati. Is this team a power five team? And what would this mean to the addition of the big 12, whenever that happened five or six years ago? And I just wanted to make the point that this feels different than it would have had that happen then in terms it, of it just the, the significance of, of what it means for their football programs. Cause all four of these programs, in my opinion, would have been in a position in their current state, in the AAC 
to continue to make the playoff in that expanded format one way or the other. So this isn't just like a Willy Wonka golden ticket to only four group of five teams that can now compete at the highest level that would have existed anyway. So I just, I'm kind of, I just don't no, know. All, like if All this is, is the same thing that happened before. This is what happened. Remember the big East was a BCS conference, which is the equivalent to what the power five is now. Mm-hmm. So there were six BCS AQ conferences. The big East was one of them. When, the Big East got picked apart by the ACC and the Big 12 and the Big 10. They, d- they took a bunch of teams for Conference USA. This is no different than that. And we changed how we perceive it from going to, we went from there are six BCSAQ conferences to there's the Power Five and the Group of Five. And now we'll change it again. But I do think, This time around, the SEC and the Big Ten are going to be so far ahead of everybody else in terms of money. And really, I mean, this new lineup versus the Pac-12 versus the ACC not named Clemson, from a competitive standpoint, is it really that different? Just no flagship. Right, right. But I would argue the Pac-12 doesn't have a flagship right now either. I think you could make that case, yes. My only point and thought was... That when you're a group of five team before the expansion discussion existed, you know, a month or two ago, the entire point of wanting to be accepted into a power five league was to legitimize your program. Mm -hmm. And this is a new, exciting frontier for these four teams. But I don't know that this is a legitimizing move the way it would have been had it happened last year. Ari, let me ask you a question. You've dreamed your whole life of of somebody handing you a hundred dollar bill. And that's all you've ever wanted. If somebody offers to hand you a $20 bill, do you tell them no? No. Okay. That's what happened here. That's exactly what happened here. They took an incremental step forward. Now, they are in a better position than the teams in the conference. They're leaving the next time all of this swirls around. Yeah. I guess it's incremental improvement to the hope that you might be in a ideal situation one day, and this is much better than doing nothing. Exactly. If you think it's exactly. much better than doing nothing, I don't know. Like, I do. in my opinion, Mike I don't Resco know doesn't. that the... I do. Yeah. Well, like, let me ask you this. The AAC last year and the Big 12 as it currently stands, mm-hmm. which one is better? Okay. So you've got Cincinnati in the AAC last year. Cincinnati and Iowa State are probably your comparable teams, right? Because we're taking Oklahoma and Texas out of the equation. Yep, yep. I mean, it's probably still the Big 12. It's still the Big 12 because because of the drop-off at at the bottom of the American. So it's it's definitely still the Big 12. And that's it. That's what it is. It's incremental improvement. Yes, they would love to to be in whatever we're going to call a Power 5 conference in two years. That's not possible. They're not asking. They're not offering. Yeah, is it, is it more about legitimizing yourself or just having a seat at the playoff table? What's the most important thing to these people? Having a seat at the playoff table. So they had it already. Did they? Well, okay, here, here's the thing. The eight remaining may not have. If they'd have said, we're just going to be this eight-team league, the other leagues might have said, wait, you're just going to have eight? No, no. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the American teams. Well, yeah, but 
which would you rather be with, with your seat at the playoff table? Because remember, if the, the auto bids are going to go to the highest ranked conference champions, if you're playing in what is considered a better league, you will be higher ranked as the conference champion. Yeah, that's true. I just like I, I feel like if we went down the list though, you know, Cincinnati and Iowa State, right? Those are the comparable teams. Right, right now. Who, who's UCF? Over the last ten years, Oklahoma State, yeah. Yeah. TCU. Yeah, over the last ten. Ba- you're right. Baylor, you're right. I'm trying to make a Baylor's case. Been and really I'm probably good. I'm probably wrong on that. I just I, yeah. I feel like if I were to buy stock in a Texas team. Would you buy stock in SMU right now with all the changes that are happening in college football, or would you buy stock in any of the other Texas Big 12 teams? I'd buy stock in Houston. Right. Would you buy stock in Houston in SMU or TCU in Texas Tech or Baylor in Texas Tech? I think TCU and Baylor can take advantage of that just as well as SMU or Houston can. But Houston, more than anything, because they're in the town that has the most good players. That's true. In terms of recruiting hotbeds, Atlanta and Houston are the two best cities in America right now, you know, or Atlanta, Houston, Miami. That that's that's pretty select company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, you know, I, I I just was trying to play devil's advocate a little bit, just because I feel like all these teams in the American, the best news that they could have ever gotten in the history of their programs was the expansion of the playoff. This I think is secondary to that. Right, and. The thing about it is, like, I remember back in the day trying to explain to Memphis fans that just because you got in the Big East doesn't mean that you've made it because the Big East is not going to be what you think it is. And it's kind of the same thing here. But I think this time around, because it's ha- all this has happened before, I think the UCF and the Cincinnati and the Houston the BYU fans understand that. But like BYU, for example, had to join a conference. Notre Dame can make the playoff as an, ind- as an independent. Nobody else can. So... BYU needed to join a conference, and this was a way better option than crawling back to the Mountain West that you tried to destroy with a lot of the same people still there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's certainly a nice-looking conference, and the thing that I will say is that it's a very entertaining one to watch. And I think that as consumers of the sport, that's the most important thing. Um, And, yeah, I I don't know that the champion will be perceived as good as the other – two big power fives, but I don't know that the power, the big 12 champion in 2024 right now would be viewed any better or worse than the PAC 12 champion would be now. I mean, maybe if there's a, if there's a wholesale change in the Oregon situation or USC wakes up and accomplishes, you know, what I think is Cape, you know, is possible or like right now, UCLA keep getting better. Yeah. Yeah, By the way, I'm all in on UC. I I don't know about week one over reactions and we could talk about that again if you want, but I was Super impressed with them. That's it today for our breaking news coverage on this developing story. Go to the Athletics Headlines section for much more on this story and ask your Google Assistant to play news from The Athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com slash headline pod to save 50% on an annual subscription to The Athletic. For more college football news, notes, and storylines, make sure you check out the Andy Staples Show and Friends podcast feed. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.